Welcome back to the JTCC podcast. I'm Nicole, and today I have JTCC alum and top-ranked professional tennis player Francis Tiafo here with me to talk about his competitive and quite impressive journey through his junior career and how it shaped him as the competitor and pro that he is today. Francis, welcome back to your old stomping grounds. We love having you here at JTCC, and thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Thanks, I appreciate it. <laughs> in my maybe biased opinion, you have the greatest story in tennis, from how you got started to where you are today but it seems like the media really likes to focus on your unique start and then skip to your success now. So today I wanted to talk a little bit more about the parts of your junior career that sometimes get overlooked. You had one of the most successful junior careers. You won everything. Las, pa- Las Petitas, Orange Bowl, Easter Bowl, Kalamazoo, everything. According to your coaches here at JTCC, you simply outcompeted everybody in juniors. Would you agree with me on that one? Oh, definitely. definitely yeah? Agree. So how do you see yourself as a junior competitor? Or how uh, did you see yourself as a junior competitor? Obviously, I hated to lose. Um, you know, I really, I really wanted to make a name for myself, and I think that's where it starts. Obviously, in the juniors, uh, to pave the way for yourself. And um, but yeah, you know, I was just a competitor first, and tennis player second. Um, focused a lot on my other opponent. I was a very good problem solver, and I think uh, you know people try to focus too much on themselves and not the opponents they're playing. Good. Um, did you feel like you had a mental edge over your opponents? And if so, what was that edge and how did you attain it? Yeah, um, I mean, just self-confidence, I think, is the biggest thing. I think that goes a long way. And when you're young, uh, it's just, just building building that self-belief because obviously it's not easy. There's so many great players, but um, to just know if you bring your best game, yeah, you, you can do anything. Definitely. Um, so you have a very unique combination of fun, enjoyment, and determination when you're competing on court. Where does that come from? Uh, it's general personality. Obviously, I'm very, very last guy. Um, I like to have fun with everyone, and you know, at the end of the day, it's, I'm doing what I love, and, and I'm gonna have fun doing it. And but at the same time, you want to go out there and win. So it's all, uh, it's all a balance. It's still tough. Uh, you know, sometimes you just want to have only fun, but um, I'm starting to put it all together pretty well. Yeah, and you make it look so easy out there, and, and it looks like a lot of fun when you're out there playing. Um, what did you practice as a junior to achieve a consistent and healthy competitive mindset, and where did your competitive instincts come from? Um, probably, I mean, probably more upbringing as far as anything. Um, you know, just knowing, you know, where, where I could go with tennis, you know, what, what this really could turn into, um, and, you know, realizing how bad I wanted to you know, one day be a pro, and, and obviously, and just how bad I wanted to win, so, um, you know, losing always put a bad taste in my mouth, so um, I, try to, I try to do what's best, and that's winning. Yeah, definitely, and um, what age would you say you, you kind of recognize that you could potentially be a pro one day? Uh, would you pre- start working towards that? Yeah, pretty pretty young, I, I always wanted it, um, but I really thought it would be realistic around 12, 13, um, 12 and 13. I kind of made a decision. Mentally, um, mm-hmm. that, that I'm, I'm gonna chase this and, and give it my best shot, and I, th- I think I think that's the biggest thing. I think people shy away from that. Um, I think it's pretty early when you when it's pretty good when you make a decision early yeah. about what, what your life looks like, because then I think you know that gives you a clear mind of, of what's next for you. Definitely, definitely. So you could say that um, from the age of like 12 or 13, when you made that mental decision, that that was like a core part of your mindset as a competitor moving forward that you wanted to be pro someday. Definitely. You carry yourself like that and it, and it definitely helps. Um, and that give, gives you that edge um, knowing that, you know, one, where you're going to go. Definitely. 
Um, so some of your JTCC coaches here say that you do a very good job of staying in the present moment and you aren't too focused on the past or the future, just here and now. How did you work on that and how does that help you as a competitor? I think I think all the coaches did a great job of, of, of taking that. I think that's, you know, it's always, you know, it's, it's always about the next point and the mm -hmm. next point. And, um, you know, you can't, you can't control what happened. Uh, you can't control what's going to happen. But you definitely have full control of, of what's happening in the current situation. And I think they always, you know, paid a lot of attention to that. Um, you know, not looking ahead and, and just handling what you have to handle and respect every day. Yes. Um, in your training as a junior player, did you prefer more match playing or drilling, and why? Definitely match playing. I think I think as a as a junior, much more match playing needs to be done. Um, just learning how to compete, you know, learning how to win, you know, problem solve, um, you know, I mean, being able to change your game and adapt. Um, I think, you know, that 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 helps. That I mean, that helps creativity and whatnot. So. Um, you know, I wasn't a big driller. I hated it. I'm not going to lie. Um, but obviously there's times where you need to work on your game and, and build your craft. But I think, uh, you know, point playing, you know, you can't get enough of it. Yeah, that's definitely really good practice. Um, so you kind of have already answered this question, but we kind of recognize two different types of competitors. There's the ones that hate to lose and use that as their main motivation. And then there's the ones who love to win. So you you kept mentioning that you you hate to lose, but which one of those competitors would you consider yourself more to be, definitely. or a mix of both? Yeah, definitely, definitely one to hate to lose. Um, obviously, I love winning. Uh, it's probably a mix. Yeah, I mean, satisfaction of winning um, can't really beat it, especially on a big stage, on a big court um, against a top player. You know, it's a feeling you can't replace. But no, I'll probably say I'm in between. Yeah. So hating to hating to lose would be kind of like your main motiva motivation. Yeah, main because then it's like you know you have that you know you're gonna do everything in your power as far as preparation and 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 everything to to get ready to win a tennis match. You know, you know the fear of losing. I think uh, you know I learned that from Rafa. Rafa um, says it all the time. You know he's he's so afraid of losing. He's gonna do everything in preparation and and, and hard work to make sure he's he's winning majority of the time. And obviously that's worked out for him. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Um, so my dad, as you know, Coach Vesa, he's mentioned to me many times that the best competing he has ever seen in juniors was your week at Kalamazoo when you won it. <laughs> in order to win that competition, you had to beat the Wimbledon champion, Riley Opelka, in the quarterfinals, and the French Open champion, Tommy Paul, in the semifinals, and then the Orange Bowl champion, Stefan Kozlov, in a five-setter in the finals. And even Taylor Fritz, the number one junior at the time, didn't make it into the quarterfinals. That sounds like a really stressful week. <laughs> um, how did you manage that week with that type of competition and pressure? Yeah, it was nuts. It was definitely nuts. I think it was one of the best Kalamazoo as far as depth-wise ever um, mm -hmm. to this day. So, it, it, well, one, like, it, it was just nice to be a part of it. You know, we're all such good friends, and um, to be to experience something like that with all of them was quite fun. But again, you know, at that time I was, you know, rough. I was 280, uh, 270, so mm -hmm. on paper I should beat them, but obviously they're playing great tennis. So it, it, it was kind of just like, you know, again, you know, bring, bring the intensity and let them match mine. Um, you know, I, you know, you, you said you you it as, you know, this is your court and, and, and you know, why are they on it? And uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, kind of, you know, just, you know, really brought in crazy intensity and, and see if they can match it, and, and they didn't.
Yes. And what was your mindset that allowed you to come out on top that week? Um, just, I mean... Same kind of thing? Yeah, like, I mean, just, just one, one at a time. Obviously, yeah. it's a... You know, at the time, you're 17, and, you know, playing playing the first round of the Open is a big paycheck for us mm -hmm. at that time. So, um, yeah, just taking it one step at a time, you know, knowing... Yeah, knowing if I if I bring out my best, you know, I could I could end up with the trophy. But also, you know, I'm I'm obviously the target. You know, everybody wants to beat me. Mm -hmm. I was the number one seed, so you know, you got to put all those things in consideration. And um, but I mean, again, you know, you're, you're, you're staying in the moment and and um, you know, doing a ton of scouting. You know, not really wasting energy off court. You know, doing all the things you need to do to get ready for the next day and um, and just just staying focused. If you can beat someone. Two and two in the early rounds, go and do it. Um, save your energy. And would you say that week was like your biggest highlight of your junior career, or was there some other tournament that stood out yeah, more? Yeah, yeah, I think that was my biggest win. Mm -hmm. um, all the others were great, great titles, but you know, I was I was probably my biggest. You know, especially being up two sets eleven and break in the final, and then uh, going being down and break in the fifth. You know, that that running away from me. You know, I showed a ton of resilience to turn that around and. Um, when, when it should have been an easy <laughs> one, so, but yeah, I mean, I, I learned a lot from that week and and about myself. So, in your professional career now, do you sometimes find yourself going back to, like, a week like that in your juniors and, and thinking back to how you played back then and, and how you felt back then to kind of motivate you now in your professional career or, or not? Yeah, so much? definitely, definitely. You know, you think about moments like that. You know, all the guys who, who talk about it and laugh about it now. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, you think about moments like that, you know, how hard you work to get to where you are today and and to and to keep pushing, you know. I mean at the end of the day you just wanna be better than you were yesterday. Yeah, for sure. And um so you grew up with the great American next gen players, um, that we mentioned before. How did that challenge and shape you as a competitor growing up with all these American next gen players? Yeah, I think it only made me better. Um, I think you know, us beating up on each other all the time, always mm -hmm. wanting to beat each other, always wanting to be better than each other. Um, ultimately, it just made us even better tennis players, you know, without even thinking about it. You know, we're playing quarter semis of every big event, um, and you have to beat these guys to keep moving. So I, I think I think it was good to grow up in a, in a very, you know, tough class. I think without it, I, I probably wouldn't be who I am today. What would be your best advice to the young junior players and their parents when it comes to a competitive mindset? What aspects of it are healthy and what kind of pushes it a little bit too far? As far as the parents, just be supportive. Just be supportive. You know, don't try to, you know, act like you know everything. Mm -hmm. um, you know, let the coaches do their job. You know, you know, be, be, their, be their support. You know, if they come to you and ask you a question, um, you know, then, then maybe say your piece. But, um, you know, just, just, just be their support and, and let the kids ultimately you know, enjoy playing tennis, you know, don't put extra pressure because there's already enough pressure out there already. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and, and, ha and have fun with it and enjoy the ride with them, you know. Ultimately, you know, when, when you, you put so much pressure on the kids, it's, you know, it's tough, you know, and then it takes the fun out of it, and that's why you um, you played the game, ultimately. So um, I was lucky, you know, my parents um, always very supportive, you know, very easy going, you know, if I lost, you know, they'd never, they would actually, you know, be mad at me for crying because in a tournament the following week. So uh, just putting things in perspective and, and just and being easy going. Definitely. Um, so obviously you've heard and seen our mantra everywhere, which is trust your training. What does that mean to you as a competitor now in your professional career? I think I think, I think it's funny saying, but I think it's true. 
Um, I mean, you know, those big moments. You need to, you need to believe, on, and you need to believe that, you know, you did the work. And I think, um, you know, you and you can't bluff that. So, you know that you're gonna feel that in a big moment. And if you, and if you truly believe what you what you've done, you know, you, you you can trust it. You can trust a certain shot in a big moment. You can, you know, a certain play that you've been working on. You can you you believe in it in that moment because it's been done over and over again. And, it starts in the practice, you know. It doesn't you, you don't win those big matches there mm-hmm. in the big stage. You win it, you know, when no one's watching. Um, so yeah. So how important it is is it to you to um, trust your entire team? So for you as a professional, you you've got an entire entourage. You've got coaches and trainers and an agent. And <laughs> how important is it for you to for you to trust all of them? It's, it's, it's massive. You know, mm-hmm. everybody needs to be on the same page. Everybody needs to want, you know one goal. You know, people come and go, but, you know, once you find a certain team, you rock with them for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you need to, everybody needs to be, and for me, everybody needs to be easygoing. Everybody needs to be having fun and, 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 and enjoying the ride because it should be a good one. And mm-hmm. But, you know, ultimately, you know, everybody everybody needs to want only one thing and one thing only, and that's to see you succeed. Um, I have one last question for you. I'm, I'm sure you've heard it a lot. Would you say that LeBron James is your biggest inspiration? <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Definitely, because I mean, it's it's you know what 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 he's what he's been able to create um, his platform and everything, um, and and you know it's ultimately you know he's big he's bigger than basketball you mm-hmm. know what he does you know with his I Promise school and you know and I mean as the lead, the leader he is for all the teams all the franchises he's played for so um, I got a ton of respect for the guy and and hopefully uh, we can sit down and meet soon. Yeah, I mean, he shouted you out on um, that was, that was crazy. Instagram, that was right? I can't believe it. So, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so clearly he knows who I am and the respect's there. Um, yeah. It's a matter of linking up now, and I'm sure we will. And, um, yeah, I'm just trying to be like, you know, half the guy he is. That's good. That's good. He's a great athlete. And yeah. so are you. Thank you. All right, so don't forget to check out the JTCC on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and subscribe to the JTCC podcast to be notified when a new episode is up. I'm Nicole Ponka. Thank you for tuning in.